This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 249 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Benefab Products. This is Reese Koffler Stanfield from Georgetown, Kentucky. And this is Philip Parks from Fergus, Ontario, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show with our producer, Glenn. Hey, guys. Good to talk hey. to you again. How are oh, you guys? Good. good to be back. Oh, I'm doing all right. I know. I missed our. I miss, I miss when we don't have our show. I don't get I to talk to my two main men. <laughs> Your husband will be happy to hear that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he doesn't Someday want to talk about horses. So, yeah, we just, we just talk to Reese about horses, and she gets that out of her system. And then exactly. she gets to talk to... Uh, Travis about normal normal stuff. Yeah, yeah, normal stuff. It's perfect. It's perfect. I know, but I missed you guys. Well, before we get on with the uh, main part of the show, I think we have to talk a little bit about Silva Martin. We're recording this on Thursday evening as we record. And for those, I think everybody probably knows that uh, Silva Martin, dressage rider and wife of Boyd Martin, the uh, Olympic eventer, uh, was hurt in a freak fall from a horse that she had she was training yesterday and ended up with a a head injury and was unconscious and they flew her to the hospital she had a seizure also apparently her current condition is at this this point as far as we know is that she's still asleep and that uh, they expect it'll be a few days before she's responsive and alert i guess she had a brain bleed from what they found mm-hmm. um and- she was wearing a helmet. And, she was wearing a helmet, yeah. thankfully. She's been, she actually very, always wears a helmet. She's very good about that. And, um, you know, she's a friend of Philip and mine. Um, we've known her for years, and she's come on the show. And, and I always see her when she's here for Rolex. And we just saw her when we were down in Wellington. So um, certainly we all, we all are praying for her, her uh, recovery. And can't wait to talk to her soon because she's just – she's such a nice person and a wonderful, a wonderful rider. Person. Yeah. yeah. She really is. Yeah, so yeah. we pray for all of them for sure. I think an important point here, and I know we beat this to death on the Horse Radio Network, but I'm, I'm going to say it again. They, you know, the, basically the doctors told Boyd that without a helmet, she wouldn't be here. So, yeah. um, you know, the helmet. And she, she was one of those bizarre things. As far as we know, the, the horse wasn't bucking or anything like that. It was just a trip. Another, yeah. yeah, another yeah. trip, slip of the horse. I mean, even though they have four hooves, sometimes they don't know where they all are, right? You know, yeah. especially young horses and stuff like that. It's and it it just can happen. And I think it, it you know what we said in the barn today. We talked about her, and and it, it we forget, and and we all do need to be reminded that, that we do every day. We deal with animals. It's, yeah, it's a terrible way to be reminded, but it is. They are horses. <laughs> they are horses, yeah. and and we all do precaution every kind of precautionary thing we can. Uh, but we all get a little lax. I'm not going to say I don't. I certainly do, and um, and it's just a a, a good reminder. Um, not not for her, but. Um, and it seems to be, you know, with Courtney and and the the accidents that, you, that we've all had, where we've hurt and broken bones and all that stuff, is it, it's always doing the stupidest things, yeah. you know. And a lot of times it's just being on the ground. The horse spooks at the dog and it knocks you over, and you put your arm out and break your arm, you know. So it's yeah. it's those, yeah. you know. I was trail riding once in the mountains of uh, of of uh, Tennessee, and a turkey flew out of the tree above my and hit my horse's head. I mean. <laughs> 
Oh my God! You know how do you predict <laughs> that turkey? stuff? A turkey flew out of the tree and hit my horse's head. So how do you predict Actually, that I stuff? I had that once. I had a pigeon that was flew into I the arena. I had Canadian geese. Those Canadians—they're after me, man. That thing came out of nowhere and had it like it was mad. Thankfully, my horse and I were equally as trying to get out of there. It was very scary. But yeah, it, yeah. So I, I mean, stayed on, and so did the horse. But oh boy. But no, it, it, we just forget, you know, it, we, it's easy to get lax. I don't know about you, Philip, but right now my horses are slightly crazy. So we're really trying they to take. Crazy and none of us are relaxed at the moment. So. Yeah, we're not relaxed. And, and, and you know, um, and so we are taking precautions. And I, just because the weather, it's so hard. And they're not, you know, we had an ice storm. So our horses didn't go out for three days. They're still not out in the fields because it's too icy. And, and you forget about it. And, and we're a little bit more on high alert for it right now. But. I had a horse spook today, and it was, I don't know how it didn't come off. It was, it was one of those, um, yeah. one of my big guys. And, and it just, we forget. And, and to, to always wear your helmet, I think, I, to me, um, now, you know, Courtney King also is a friend of Philip and, and mine. And, and just seeing what she's gone through, and she's, you know, happy and, and just had a baby and all good stuff. But her life changed forever. So please, please, please wear your helmet. Pay attention. Um, and, and just, yeah. just and- take it as a reminder for sure. So. Best wishes to Silva and family, for sure. Um, before we get on with the show, who do we have coming up, by the way? We have a very exciting show today. We have a friend of, of mine, Marta Riena, who is the general manager and dressage director of the Woodlands Equestrian Club. She's going to come on and talk to us a little bit about uh, her experience at the, at the Nations Cup last week. Very good. Before we get to that, and we also have uh, we also have a trainer tip uh, later on in the show. And I think did this come from one of our listeners? I believe had a question, so we're going to be talking about that a little bit later in the show. But first, I wanted to uh, I wanted to talk about something new here at the Horse Radio Network that I haven't What's really new at the Horse Radio. Network? Yeah. I know. I, I know. It's, it's something. Stuff. It's something that I really haven't talked to you guys much about. No, uh, we don't really know. It's a surprise to us too. Yes. Well, I, first, I want to thank the listeners for listening week in and week out, and for really making the Horse. Radio Network, the leading online radio network for horse lovers worldwide. Uh, You know, truly, because you're out there listening is what really makes this worth doing. You know, otherwise, we're just sitting around talking to ourselves, and and we can do that anytime. Uh, But, you know, we we hope that you you have a little fun, that it's a little bit entertaining, and that you learn something along the way. And, you know, thank you for listening. We really appreciate that. We want to thank our sponsors who supported this network for the last five years. Without them, we truly wouldn't be here. And they help us, you know, have helped us produce the over 3,200 episodes that we have done now on the Horse Radio Network. And It's a know, lot of work. It's That's a lot of, a lot of episodes. Yeah. It's a lot I of mean, episodes. A lot of guests, a lot of work, for sure. It's a lot of bandwidth um, from my oh, yeah. end. So, um, you know, we, we're always looking for ways to get the the listeners more involved and and you know we have the we do have an avid group of listeners we found out who one of them was tonight and we didn't even know it what marta's coming up and going to be on her husband listens on his way to work and back every day to to a bunch of the shows in the horse radio network so you never know who's out there listening and it's and by the way if he's listening right now it's good to have another guy listening thank you very much yeah we really really appreciate our male listeners (laughs) that's right (laughs) phil and i like the two of you that are out there um You know, we have a new way for you to help support us here at the Horse Radio Network, and that's by becoming what we're calling an official HRN auditor. For as little as a dollar a month, you can show your support directly to the Horse Radio Network and the hosts that you love. You know, we have the best, I have the best hosts here on the Horse Radio Network. They work for very little compensation, including Jennifer and I. 
And we do it because we're dedicated to the sport, we're dedicated to the listeners, and we're dedicated to horses. And we really want to share a little bit of fun and entertainment, bring something that's different than, than you'll get anywhere else. Uh, however, we do have to pay our bills too. And the sponsors have helped the Horse Radio Network keep our lights on over the, over the last pi- five or so years. But they really haven't there's just because sponsors come and go and there's that constant uh that constant looking for new sponsors and and developing sponsors we haven't uh, crossed that line where we were able we're able to build the horse radio network into into something more than it is today and it is number 1 today but we would like to add new breed shows we would like to add new discipline shows and really you know take it to the next level and to do that we need your help uh you know if what we'd like you to do, if you can afford it, is just go to horseradionetwork.com or dressageradio.com and click on the support banner in the middle of the page and become an official HRN auditor. You can donate as little as a dollar a month, up to $25 a month if you want. We have different levels, and there's different premiums and things at those different levels. But even a dollar a month will make you an auditor. And what an auditor gets you is you'll get early access to what's coming up on the Horse Radio Network. We're going we're gonna to have uh, uh, little newsletters we send out to the auditors, giving them a little behind the scenes. The Uh-oh. auditors, yeah, you guys don't know about this part. The <laughs> auditors are going to have access to the monthly blooper reel episode that we're going to put together. <laughs> oh, no wonder why you didn't tell us oh, anything no, about no, it. No, 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 now no. We From know. all the different shows. Oh, and I'm just no. going to give you a little clue that oh, no. Reese and Philip perhaps have more bloopers than any other show. So <laughs> no, we you're a lot. Hey, easy. That is a lie. And <laughs> by the way, no, we are no, trainers. We are not radio <laughs> Now we're not we radio are. People. No, so you'll have to pay a little bit to get access <gasps> to that blooper reel. Uh, I, I will say that Lena and I over in Stable Scoop have a few as well. So uh, I'm totally <laughs> blushing and nervous right now. And the other thing we're going to do too is as we develop new shows and uh, uh, you know develop the resources to start new shows, whether they be breed discipline, breed shows or discipline shows or general shows, um, we're going to do the pilot shows and, and send them out to the auditors and the auditors are going to become our focus group. So we're going to ask for your input. We're going to ask for you to listen to it. What would you change? What would you do different? And the auditors are really going to become sort of our ears in the background, you know, giving us some guidance. And we're going to have other things. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, we, we value that. And we figure if you're willing to donate a little bit every month, then you, you deserve that. Um, and, you know, we're hoping that if you can't donate or don't want to, we appreciate you listening. This show is not going to, you know, it's still going to be free. Uh, you can help us in maybe another way. And that's by posting on Facebook. If you ha- have an episode you like, tell your friends about it. Post it on Facebook. Tell your friends at the barn. You're going to be surprised how many have never heard of the Horse Radio Network. Tell everyone you know that's a horse person about the Horse Radio Network and let them enjoy the entertainment like you do. Help them grab their phone. Go to the App Store and download the Horse Radio Network app for them and show them how to use it. It'd take you two seconds because it's so easy to use. That will help us as much as a donation, and we appreciate that as well. So at the, at the risk of sounding like a uh, uh, public radio you know, infomercial here, uh, you know, that's what I wanted to say. And, and we hope that you do become involved and that you help the Horse Radio Network grow to the next level. We've had a lot of people signing up so far. We've just started this two days ago. So we appreciate everybody that has, uh, has donated and become an auditor. That's it. I'm done. 
Well, it sounds I'm good. nervous about the. Can we hear the poop? <laughs> nope. Can we, can we edit it first? Yeah. Can we no. become auditors? No. Nope. That is the nice part about having the power of the editor button. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh God! Now you guys are fortunate because I haven't saved any up to this point, so it's just going to be new bloopers. It'll be from now on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll be. We'll <laughs> have to be better from now on. <laughs> oh, I need another drink. I just have water. I need more alcoholic beverages. There probably is going to be some talk about alcoholic beverages in the blooper reel too. I must say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh God! Can I mention one other thing too before we get on with the with the You're first the boss. guest? You're the boss. <laughs> I wanted to say something fun that we did over on the Stable Scoop show, and uh, it just came out today, so you can find it at stablescoop.com or just go to horseradionetwork.com where all the shows are. We had a, a really neat girl by the name of Alyssa, Alyssa Wallace, and she was down at the Global Dressage Festival, and she did a demonstration with her Mustangs, and you guys probably heard about this. Alisa was the winner of the Extreme Mustang Makeover two years ago. She's an inventor, and she has two Mustangs that she has trained, and she went down to the Global Dressage Festival and did a demonstration and apparently was a big hit. So her Mustangs are, are, are really cool. She has one by the name of Rune that she then headed up to a three-star event in northern Florida to Red Hills and is doing the test ride on her Mustang for the three-star. So how cool is that? She's going to be bringing that Mustang and becoming it's going to become an eventer. So it was just kind of neat. If you want to hear her interview about uh, training up her Mustangs and showing in Wellington or bringing them down there to, uh, to do a demonstration, uh, you'll he- you can hear all about that in the Stable Scoop show. It was a lot of fun. Okay. <laughs> I was like, uh... At first, I thought we were talking, and then I was like, oh, wait, it's not, we're not talking anymore. <laughs> Look, you want me to introduce our first guest? Sure, that'd be great. Our first guest coming up, her name is Kat. We can't say her last name, so we're not going to butcher it. Uh, she, she tried to teach it to Phil and I, and we still don't get it. So uh, we're going to call her Kat, K-A-T, and she is the owner and founder of a company by the name of Benefab. And Benefab is the newest sponsor here on the Dressage Radio Show. I met her at Ada. She's a whole lot of fun, and I think you're going to enjoy a little chat with her about her company and her products and how she came to start this company. Talk about accidents. We're going to find out about that from Kat. Well, hi, Kat. Welcome to the Dressage Radio Show. Well, thank you very much. We're really excited to be partnering with you guys, and thanks for having me on. Well, I just want to, on behalf of uh, Reese and Philip, I want to thank you for, for becoming a sponsor here on the Dressage Radio Show and the Horse Radio Network. We value all our sponsors, and, and we know our listeners do, too, because they go out and support them. So we really appreciate you being part of the company. I had the pleasure of meeting you at uh, Ada here a little while back, and it was good to see you there and to see all of your products in person. Yes, that was it was a great show for us. It was really good. Well, now tell me, Kat, how did uh, Benefab get started? Well, um, I'm going to put that story in a nutshell because it could uh, draw out for a while. But um, basically, Benefab started through a series of treatments that I had from um, a bad riding accident. And it wasn't... Um, the horses are my own fault. It was just we were walking back to the barn and the horse tripped. And long story short, about three months into my recovery, um, we started to use foreign thread light therapy. And it had tremendously effective, I mean, it was just unbelievable how effective it was. And it, um, 
I just started getting my mind going, and I started looking into it more and more about purchasing a light. And um, long story short, I found that we could actually infuse the foreign infrared uh, ceramics into products, and Benefab was born. So... And were you a horse person? Is that why you you said you had a riding accident? Were you always a horse person? Did yeah. you compete? Or? Yeah, um, I was. I was actually had been a professional rider for three years, um, and it was the third year of my professional career when I had the accident. So I had been riding in the saddle for just about twenty years when it happened. Um, so it was it was a long time coming, but I knew a lot about the horses, and I was step back and couldn't ride for a little over a year and a half. So mm. my mind got to wandering and as we know, horse people are busy bodies. So had to find something to do. Um, so I basically designed the line and uh, got it going in, in the interim period. So Kat, maybe you can tell us about these wonderful ceramic materials, how they work, how they can benefit uh, us and our horses. Of course. Um, so what I tell everybody is, you know, to to begin, ceramics are a little bit difficult to understand, but uh, basically what we do is we are infusing ceramic powder into the threads of the materials, which is it's a combination of over 30 lead-free minerals, um, minerals such as silica, magnesium, aluminum, to name a few. Uh, but what they do is they emit far infrared wavelengths, which is what gets the circulation going and um, reduces edema, joint muscle stiffness. Um, it increases the rate of recovery, and it also decreases swelling in joints, tendons, and ligaments. So it's great for horses, for riders. Um, you know, we have a lot of people who wear the products as well as use it on their horses. And once the people wear them, they always come back for their horses because they're like, okay, now I know this works. Um, What's the most popular of the horse products? And then give us an overview of, you know, everything that you have. Um, oh, my goodness. That's a tough question. You know, I would say the most popular product right now is probably the halter bridle padding. And... Uh, most people use it on the bridle. Uh, the dressage people love it. Um, it has a great effect as far as suppleness in the neck, um, but it also, people have found that it really has a calming effect. So a lot of off-the-track thoroughbred um, event riders will use this product. We have a lot of hunters, but I'd say the primary market is dressage. Um, and we also, I mean, all of our products are are consistently pretty popular, but um, our saddle pads are great. They have some really unique, fun qualities about them. Um, with it, They're actually water-resistant. At the end of a long day, you can just spray them off with a spray nozzle hose, shake them out, and then the top side looks bright and clean. Um, we have quarter sheets. Um, we have a polo wrap. And a lot of items also for people. We have blankets, socks, and scarves, um, which naming blankets brings me to the next thing. Our biggest, um, our biggest question and request has been for mesh blanket uh, for horses. So we are really excited to announce that um, in April, so next month, we're going to have um, 
We're debuting our Ceramag Mesh Rug, which is a combination of ceramic and magnetic therapy, um, which is going to be super beneficial. It's a large, whole, durable mesh uh, for the horses. And there are over 89 uh, magnets over all of the primary acupuncture points. So not only do you have the ceramic mesh, but you also have the um, added benefits of the magnets over the acupuncture points. What's that baby uh, way? I'm just picturing these big magnets. Maybe <laughs> no light magnets. Oh, okay. Glenn. Well, I got gotcha. <laughs> I'm sure they're not huge electromagnets. Yeah. <laughs> just... yeah. <laughs> these are just like they're 1,100 Gauss magnets, so they're sewn into the blanket, and which is nice because it's everything's machine washable. It's really easy to take care of. Um, but even though, permanently so that there. blanket will be machine washable too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. It sounds really cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. We keep everything machine washable, and like I said, the saddle pads are easy to clean, but our whole thing, you know, is, is really trying to keep everything easy for the users. Um, a lot of therapy, you know, therapeutic brands that you see are a little bit difficult as far as storage-wise or machine washing-wise or however... You know, you put it, but we try to combine fashion, you know, fun, the colors, and the easy care uh, to in, into everything. No, I'm really curious about this plan. I'm actually I'm on your website right now, Kat, and I'm checking out all the all the great products. I'm wondering what uh, what will that blanket retail for? I'm pretty much going to order it right now. <laughs> <laughs> that blanket is going to retail for two eighty nine ninety nine. So that's okay, two hundred ninety dollars. The other thing I've been looking at here on the website here, Kat, is um, is this quarter sheet slash shawl. That's a really cool design and idea. Yeah. Where did that Where did that come from? Yeah. Um, so that is our quarter sheet that we say you can wear it six different ways. Um, yeah. But that idea came from it's it's actually a really fun product. Um, they fly off the racks at the trade shows, and people love to snuggle up in them. Uh, oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Let's 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 explain this so that the listeners can get an idea. Because I just looked at the pictures. All right, so we got a quarter sheet you can put over a saddle and the horse, like most quarter sheets. But then it also yeah. can become a quarter sheet for yourself. It doubles. I mean, right. I see people wearing quarter sheets all the time, especially up here. Yeah, in Yeah, but this one's I made mean, for it. It's actually stylish. Plane. Yeah, but it's made yeah. for it. I thought yeah. that was really cool. Yeah, it's actually, you know, I, I initially the idea spurred from, you know, when you go to a horse show, the one thing you consistently see when it's cold outside is every all the kids have their horse's blankets or quarter sheets wrapped around their legs. And then they yeah. take them off, they hand them to their parents, and then their parents have to sit there and hold them. <laughs> so I thought, okay, well, we can, she can wear or the person can wear the quarter sheet and the tail end can go over the horse's rump. And then when she takes it off, it can go to her mom and the mom can put it on if she wants or whatever you want to do. And it's, it's actually become an extremely popular, you know, when I came out with it, I thought either people are going to laugh at this or really love it. And they love it. <laughs> it's like a snuggie it's for horse people. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't get like that. <laughs> and your your jacket won't get wrinkled or what you're wearing won't get wrinkled in the sleeve because it's a sleeveless design. But you have so much there you can wrap your hands up if you want. So And it has yeah. all the benefits of this the ceramics for you then. Exactly. Exactly. And that <laughs> uh that retails for just about forty dollars. So we try to keep all the prices really competitive. Hey, Philip, too, I, you know, I was looking at some of these products, and I think that one of the things I see that's a little different than some of your competition, as you said earlier, and I wanted to expand upon it a little bit, is colors. You offer a wide variety of colors where a lot of the other companies will only offer it black or white or gray. Um, so, so that's one of the cool things, too. Yeah, we try to keep, uh, we try to keep the colors coming, and every year we're, um, we started last year with introducing two limited edition colors, which has been really fun. So we're going to be introducing two more uh, in the fall, I believe. Uh, but the blue, we last year was the emerald green and Monaco blue, which were the emerald green was the top color of 2013. Um, so it, it'll be fun to see the new um, the new two colors, and we're going to possibly start doing uh, some engagement through our social media and Facebook pages um, to try and get people to vote for colors and try to engage um, our audience a little bit on that because we get a lot of color requests. So it'll be exciting to see where that goes. Well, very good. And, of course, you can find all of these terrific products at benefabproducts.com. There is a uh, banner on our website. If you want to go to dressageradio.com, you'll find it there as well. But it's benefab, B-E-N-E-F-A-B, products.com. Thank you, Kat, for stopping by, and we're glad to have you aboard. Hey, thank you so much. Well, I am so excited to have Marta Renia, General Manager and Dressage Director at Woodlands Equestrian Club, to talk to us tonight about her experience at the Nations Cup, representing her country, Spain. How are you, Marta? How are you? Very good. Thank you. Well, I was lucky enough. We met this summer. Uh, we actually bought a, a wonderful horse from you. And uh, so we actually have met in person. And then Philip and I, when we were in Wellington, ran into you when you were just arriving for the Nations Cup. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, it, was, it was very nice to see you there. Uh, we just arrived to the Global Dressage Festival. And uh, we were getting ready to compete in the Nations Cup. Very excited. Awesome. So tell us about the whole experience. Well, um, it was pretty amazing. Um, I just have two baby boys, Anthony and Lucas, uh, November 25th. Uh, so until January, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to compete and to be riding again. Uh, but... Um, my horse that was also resting and myself uh, got on the saddle with our training horse and uh, we felt good to go and uh, it was ama amazing to be able to uh, represent my country Spain over there and um, we, we did our best and I, I'm very proud of him and uh, it was it was a pleasure to to be riding against such an amazing rider all around the world. Now, Marta, was this your first time showing in Wellington, or ha have you visited there before? Um, yeah. Was I, I was there the year before. Um, we've been showing in Kentucky, 
and Wellington, Florida, of course, in Houston, uh, several CDIs as an individual. And so I, I was familiar with the area, uh, but this time was even more special being a nation's cup. Maybe you Excellent. can uh, describe for us a little bit the the atmosphere of the show. I I hear that the the Spanish team has the best fans. Well, uh, we really like to support our riders and uh, all the people from Spain that were there. Uh, they were really really active with the flags and screaming, and um, we were really warm in Spain, and it was it was very special to feel the support of everybody. In the team, uh, of course, the riders uh, Paula, Juan, and Carlos, um, we were really focused on the horses and the training. But everybody around were all the time trying to help us, and that was that was very very good. Excellent. So, Marta, tell us a little bit about your horse. Uh, well, Presumido is a uh, 11 years old PRE stallion, Andalusian, and. I found him when he was six. He belongs to a breeder, um, Pablo Vasquez, at Rancho La Pasión here in Texas. And at the first time, he told me that, no, his horses don't work for dressage. They're not made for that. And I, I asked him, please let me ride your horses and and see what, what I feel with them. And that's where I found Presumido. He was six. Uh, he didn't know anything besides... Uh, the dancing Mexican, they do a little bit of pasas and piaf in a Mexican way. Um, so, but I, I started riding him and I, I felt a lot of potential. And little by little, we went up in the levels and Pablo let me uh, train him and show him as much as I needed. So he was really, really supportive with me. And thanks to him, I, I was able to start growing up in the level all the way up to Grand Prix when he was eight years old, uh, that we started doing the Grand Prix. And after that, uh, we, we felt good in the recognized shows. So, uh, we, we started doing the CDIs and, uh, we were, we were really pleased to see that we could go up to the seventies against Wombloods even in the city eyes, and uh, that's, that's why we keep training, to to try to stay up in the levels. Super. So what are your kind of next plans with him? Uh, keep showing city eyes. Um, you never finish learning, and there's many things to improve. Um, so my goal is, to, you know, to... To get better in the in the test, get him more relaxed. He's a really really active and hot horse. He wants to give you two hundred percent, and uh, and I just have to tell him, don't give me that much. Just let's let's make it easier and smoother because sometimes he gets too too active. Uh, so as much as we can compete as better, and uh, let's see how the judges keep liking us. And uh, trying to get better scores in the in the CDIs. Marta, uh, Reese asked you a little bit about your horse, but I'd like to know a little bit about your kind of history with riding and and you know where you were before Texas and and all of that. What, give us a little bit about about Marta. Yeah, well, um, I started riding when I was eight. I did a lot of jumping up to one meter twenties and 
And then when I was 14, um, my man, that was a really passionate horsewoman, um, we bought a, a dressage horse for the first time. He's a brand, a Hanoverian. And um, with my man, me, and uh, always a trainer in the ground helping us, uh, we I started doing dressage with him. And uh, as a 16 years old, we went to the first Spanish championships, and uh, we, we they told me that uh, I was I was fourth in the team. So they told me that I would represent my country in the European Championships as a junior. So from there, I represent, we went to Lipica, Slovenia. Then uh, the next year, I also was member of the Spanish team as a, as a junior. And then the two years after, I was young writer doing prison yards, and they also um, quali- um, choose me to represent Spain in the European Championships in Europe. So uh, for four times, I was member of the Spanish team as a junior and young writer. So when I was 23, I was ready to do Grand Prix, and he was too, Ethan Brand. So we, we started doing Grand Prix in Spain. Um, but my my mom and my dad that were living already here in the woodlands, um, my mom passed away. Uh, so... Um, it was a strategy, and I have to leave everything in Spain to be with my dad. So we dis- I decided to, to move to Texas to be with him. And um, and then after that, I in Spain, I was always studying. Um, I studied business, so I was always writing, giving lessons. I was coaching people in Switzerland a lot every month. And at the same time, I was finishing my degree in business in the university. So when this happened, I I finished my career already in business, so I was ready to start working. So uh, here in Texas, I I worked for them for two years, uh, but after feeling that the bank wasn't my thing, uh, we decided to open the business Woodlands Equation Club and Equation Facility in the Woodlands. Uh, with uh, the support of my dad, Antonio, and my sister, Anna. Uh, so um, after that, I'm living a dream uh, because my hobby is my job. And uh, uh, we're focusing dressage. Uh, we have a lot of borders, and we also have a lot of Andalusian sales because I know the market in Spain. I know the people, and I'm looking for really good quality as Andalusian horses that I can bring up in the levels and um, show it to the to the American market. Well, Marcia, you you mentioned it very quickly, but you just had twin baby boys, right? Yes, uh, November twenty fifth, uh, two identical boys. And and how has being a mom kind of changed uh, the business, or just how how have things changed since the boys came? Uh, well, it hasn't changed much. I I really wanted to write less and give less lessons, but <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> that's good. That's a good problem to have. So I'm still working a lot, but of course, you know, uh, before I would take care of things in the house, and now my only focus is to be with them, be with them, be with them, and I, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I don't sleep much, but I don't care. Uh, 
is worthy. It's, it's amazing, really. Awesome. Well, that is fabulous. Well, Marta, if people want to find you on the internet, how do they do that? Uh, go to woodlandsequestionclub.com. And also my phone number is open to everybody. It's 832-330-6731. And they can email me at Marta Arnilla, M-A-R-T-A-R-E-N-I-L-L-A at gmail.com. And uh, everybody that is looking for a good dressage and illusion horse, I'm there for them. And um, I'm just um, a horse lover, so I treat my guys like like my my best friends. I will tell you, I will give Marta a plug. We bought a wonderful, he's actually a Lusitano, but we bought a wonderful horse and we had a great experience and it was fun to meet her. So if you're in the area, definitely give her a call or if you want a Lusitano or Andalusian, she is uh, does a great job. So Marta, thanks so much for coming on the show and we look forward to hearing from you in the future. Thank you so much to everybody. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Feeding your horse starch-laden grains can lead to colic, laminitis, and metabolic disease. Today, nutritionists are recommending the use of high-quality fat to provide healthy calories. Fat is an extraordinary energy source. It's readily utilized by the horse and contains more than two times the calories of starchy grains. Replacing grain with a high-quality fat supplement reduces a horse's risk of developing health problems. Equijoule Stabilized Rice Bran is an excellent fat supplement. It contains a balanced calcium to phosphorus ratio and won't cause mineral imbalances when added to the diet. Its all-natural ingredients are high in healthy fat and fiber. And best of all, horses fueled by Equijoule stay calmer and more focused on the job at hand. When you need to add healthy calories to your horse's diet, choose Equijoule. To learn more, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. Well, Philip, you and I have a trainer tip this week. I always love it after we've had some time off the air. We get we get a trainer tip every once in a while. But this one comes from a listener. So can you talk to us about the listener question? Actually, this is this is our this is one of our favorite listeners, Rhonda Crabtree. Actually, I think she is the most dedicated listener to love the Horse Radio Network. Her. She's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad and can I just right, add, yeah, I have, and can I just add that she is one of our newest auditors as of oh, yesterday yay. too. So, oh, fantastic! She has listened to every episode of every show from day one. She has listened to all thirty-two hundred episodes. That's amazing. So there you go. I that haven't is, listened to all thirty-two hundred episodes. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> Well, we should have to have her on the show at some point. Anyways, okay, I'm getting sidetracked. She <laughs> says, "Rhonda says, hi, recent fellow. I have a question for you. Great." I wonder if you can discuss the difference between half steps and PF. My trainer is currently teaching my third level horse the movements and does some half steps with them. Sometimes it looks a lot like PF to me. Reese, take it away. What do you think? Okay. Yeah. So I'm happy to start this one. So, I mean, really half steps in PF, it's a way to teach PF. The horses don't come out 
unless you have ice that falls off the roof and you don't actually get a pee off. Yeah. Um, yeah, the I got, Andalusians I got, are pretty good at the pee off. I, I got a pee off today um, when I had okay. ice. Half the roof fell off. Um, but half steps are a way to teach pee off. So you can't start or sh- in most schools of, of riding, you don't start teaching pee off on the spot. And you want to actually allow the pee off to sort of move forward. And that's really what a half step is. When yep. you think it's, about I mean, I think it's pretty, this one's pretty easy for us this week. Uh, yeah. uh, a half step is a traveling PF. And it can also be a little bit, when you're watching from the ground, a little bit towards passage, but not yep. passage. Okay. So the, the half step doesn't have that big swinging motion that the passage has. Um, it's just more of a, you know, the PF, I, I describe it as a little bit more mechanical on the spot. So it's kind of, uh, more of a mechanical movement, but traveling forward and the horses when they first learn can travel quite a ways. Right. And then, yes. you know, you, and, and so the, uh, and we discussed this with Ann Gribbins a couple of weeks ago, how in the new, um, the new test, the A and B, they have uh PF, but they, that it's allowed to travel two meters and so or so so that's technically pf is on the spot and uh half steps is is traveling so in that test it's actually um you know kind of uh it is half steps in in the dressage test but they don't call it that it's just just traveling pf so yeah and it can look like pf so so if your horse is is coming back and and he offers to be a little bit more on the spot that's great there's nothing wrong yeah, with that good boy that's, right or good, we, we, good we, man, that, yeah. that's a sugar right there that's <laughs> yeah. a big money that's a big move love that. so it should look a lot like um piaf a look like piaf uh, you know but always when the horses start they mess up the rhythm and you know yeah. so it, it depends how good the horse is at it basically yeah, when you start if, out with what you're getting so if it looks a lot like yeah, that's wonderful. Good horse. You yes, know? <laughs> exactly. That's that. That's awesome. So that that's yeah. not a problem actually at all. That's yeah, it's no great. And in some horses, you'll see they they have a lot of talent for PF, a lot, and then maybe not as much talent for passage. Or um, it, funny, I was actually working in half steps with my mare Winnie today, and Winnie Philip knows her, and you guys have heard me talk about her a little bit. She is hot. She's a hotsy tatsy. So I do a lot of just coming back, ask for a little half step. If I get it on the spot. Oh, great. Um, it doesn't happen very often, but I want her, I just call it bouncing. You know, I just want her to yeah, bounce, bouncing, and get comfortable. Or the horses, I mean, I have a, a horse that I'm working a little bit with this on, same thing around the third level. This is when this normally occurs. And what I look for the horses, and this is a, kind of the opposite side. This is a not so hot horse that um, maybe he just shuffles his feet a little bit. It's kind of like, you know, bringing them back to super collection towards a halt. And, but not halting because this horse has a, has a tendency just to want to halt and stop and never move again sort of thing. Yeah. So that's a little <laughs> bit on the other end mm-hmm. of the spectrum. I don't really care about the rhythm or that he's like lifting way up. I just want him to keep, keep kind of moving and get a little bit hotter. And so, you know, it's, it, has, it has its different uses. Um, you know, when we talk to trainers about the upper level horses and stuff, you know, they introduce it quite early, right? We're not waiting for the horse to be at... Uh, Pre-St. Yeah. George or I-1 before we're teaching this. It's, it's good to get on early and just, you know, it's all about collection. Um, you know, all like we said, all the horses have different talents for it and, and different ways of learning how to do this from the ground under the rider. Um, I mean, this could be a huge, I mean, teaching half-steps, it could be just a whole week's worth of episodes. I mean, but... Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, we hear a lot of the different terminology, and so it's great to try and to uh, explain it to you know somebody who hasn't uh, experienced it. Yeah. Um, this stage in the horse's training a lot that uh, 
that what exactly we're talking about half steps right exactly that's right and and i think just uh, to kind of close it out you know it's a good thing um to introduce the high level movements if the horse is ready in a very um non stress free stress free you know if they're they're going to bounce a little bit and do a little half step at third level there's not an issue as long as it's stress free and there's no tension that's being created um because we want them to sort of know that this information is out there and it's going to something like this is going to happen it might come um, back yeah it might come yeah. back to uh, to be in the training later so right it's, exactly it can, fun. it can be fun for the horse some horses i know yeah. with the with the frisians um you know, super talented for it. So it was like they're always excited to kind of get to doing that because it's something they do really well. Whereas, you know, the tough part in my experience with, with the Frisian that I rode was, um, was canter. So canter was so difficult and that was the stress. So for a little bit of stress release, we would do stuff that's fun, but also still exercise and work. I mean, it's different than just walking around on the buckle as a, as a stress release, but it's, you know, we're working the horse and he's like, Oh, yeah, this is fun. And you get to praise him a lot, give him lots of sugars. So it's, uh, yeah. It's cool. They like it's, it. Yeah. You yeah, want them like to it. like it. You you want the big money, have fun, and because uh, eventually, at the end of the day, we want them to piaf down the center line in Wellington. You know, that's what you want. So it's, um, Yeah, it's always towards Grand Prix, right? Yep. Every horse, we try and take them as far as they can go. Yeah, so that's that's really good. It's a great question, and please feel free to ask those type of questions. We love questions, and it helps us um, come up with our trainer tips for the week. So, Hey, Reese, before we wrap up the show today, I'm going to see you next week. I know. I am so excited. It's going to be so fun to have you I'm in I'm not town. so excited about coming in for the 20-degree weather, but um, I am Another excited. Another polar vortex. Yes, <laughs> I am it's excited apparently to coming. See you. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just floored by the weather that it could actually... They literally are predicting another dip again, and, and it's mid-March. It should not happen, but... Well, we will I'm, have a great time. Yeah, I know. And I'm coming in for something, you know, I, I, on the English side, a lot of people have not heard of this. It's called Road to the Horse. It is, but on the Western, in the Western world, it is the Super Bowl, literally, of cult starting. And they bring all the big names and clinicians in to basically, they take a cult that hasn't been touched and they break it to, to be, to, to do amazing things in three days. And you get to watch the whole process the whole three days. They sell this thing out. There will be, Seven to 10,000 people there at the Kentucky Horse Park for all day sitting there 10 hours a day watching this. Um, and I'm hoping that we get your belt buckle on and your cowboy hat on and we get oh, you over to watch boots. for... Oh, oh good. I have cowboy boots. Oh, yes. There's that little bit of Kentucky. <laughs> yes, that's Yes, right. it's Kentucky. I, yes. my uh, Well, Dr. Hitchborn, who's been on the on the show before, she made me buy some. So I have some cowboy boots. So don't worry. And I will sport them. And my blingy... I'll, 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 don't you worry, Glenn. All right. I'll, I you got to come over. I will and get you'll get to meet... Tammy's going to be there from the Western Radio Show, host of the Western Radio Show. She'll be there. So you get to meet Tammy. Oh, I am so looking forward to it. And, oh, yeah. and you were telling me, we, we talked last night, and, and you were telling me about the, the and I really, truly did not know, but I'm going to really try to get over. I'm really, really curious to see. And, you know, I think, and, and I think a horseman are horsemen. And so there's always something that you can learn at, at those types of, or any type of event. It may be what not to do. We're going to get a picture of Reese with some cowboys. That is oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just as long as, as Travis is with me, I'll be in good shape. But uh, yeah, oh yeah, I think I, I can sport some cowboy boots and I will get a hat for you, Glenn. Oh, don't you worry. I will, I will sport it up. I'm trying to um, figure out how I'm going to bring my hat in the airplane. I haven't oh, figured yeah. that out yet because I have like the full 10-gallon guy and I, I don't know how quite how you transport that. I have to figure that out yet. <laughs> if there's a big package that arrives in Maplecrest Farm for Glenn, I'll know 
know what you'll what, know. That's yeah. right. I, I might I have to do that. Actually, that's a good idea. Ship yeah, <laughs> but I'm really excited. It'll be so fun to see you. And and I'm sad that Philip uh, isn't here. You've actually never, still never met Philip in person. No, I haven't. <laughs> it's true. So, uh, but I love it. I love you know that's what's so fun about living in Kentucky and living you know ten minutes from the horse park is is everybody comes in and I get to see everybody and and it's fun because now people are slowly starting to come back up north. So um, so we'll enjoy we'll enjoy it. So I'm sure we'll have some stories and some pictures and probably some stuff to add to the blooper. Blooper, blooper reel, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still still nervous about this, everybody. So, um. Hey, uh, something else, too. I, gotta, I didn't get a chance to talk to you guys in so long. Uh, since we've talked last, the Horse Radio Network had its first video go viral. Really? Yes. Wow. I don't know if you guys saw the video huh? I did of my little rescue pony rolling in the water. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I did see that. That was awesome. Well, did you know that has gotten two and a half million views? (laughs) Really? Yes. That's so cool. It's really funny. You should watch it. 106,000 people have commented on it. Wow. No, <laughs> cool. That's awesome. That's what well, it takes you, to get, to get your name out. Okay. Isn't it funny, though? I, you know, yeah, I would have put more of a description. I know. I just put it up there for the Horses in the Morning listeners who know all about this pony because I talk about it every day. And yeah. then, you know, I put it up there with, like, hardly any description. Or I would have put, like, Horse Radio Network. I would put everything in there if oh. I knew it was going to go viral. Viral? <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. How do we find the video, Glenn, if we wanted to see it? You can see it. Uh, go to Horses in the Morning and just scroll down. I'll post it on the Dressage Radio it's Show, on, it's too. On our, it's on it our, is? Okay, yeah, I yeah, did I post it, it there. Yep. So go to our Facebook page at Dressage Radio Show, and you'll just scroll down and you'll see it. And you know, it's amazing the stupid things that go viral. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Isn't it's it true. You can't, you can't predict. He does yeah. love water, though. You know, and then I love the people that were in there overanalyzing it. Oh, he must be lonely, or you know, this is wrong. Or, you know, he just has fun. He loves no, he's to having do a it. Good you know, time. that's Come right. Yeah. Exactly. It's like. We used to we used to get a pool in in our front field, and it was so cute. The babies would go and swim. It was it was we got we have video of it on my dad's really old camera. But um, <laughs> oh yeah, they would go and they would play in it, and they just thought it was the most wonderful thing. And you know, so we just I think watch some them. people just overanalyze horses. They want to analyze everything they do. Yeah. And there has to be a reason. Can it be just they're having fun? having fun? Yeah. I think you oh, know. Have you seen yeah. it? You know. Yeah. Us exactly. at a swimming pool, you just have fun yeah. and having a good time. And, yeah, but it's, it's a great video, and, and you should take a, take a look when you can. Okay. Now I'm done. You guys can have your show back. <laughs> well, everybody, you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on, on the website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com, and my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. You can find me at philipparksequestrian.com and my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors for this week to allow us to put on a great show. And don't forget to check out all the other great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Everybody, keep your heels down and your shoulders back and we'll talk to you next week. 